everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of Hustling Sideways. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a music writer. And Alan pointed at me, so that means it's my turn. My <laughs> name is Jim Love, and I am a keynote and motivational speaker for my company called Authentically You. And and we're here. This is and episode 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, I just want to, I, I know this is bad radio, but whenever Alan introduces this, you swivel in your chair and you fold your arms, and it's the same exact movement. You go oh, yeah. back and forth every it's like time. Spotify. We do a uh, we do a radio show too, and like a Spotify show for mm-hmm. breaking and entering. And uh, I notoriously like this chair will creak. So if you yeah. ever hear that in the background, yeah. that's me just fidgeting. It's a, it's almost, it's like kind of comforting though. Like, and if there was one day where you, it's didn't like an do ASMR that, thing. Yeah. Like, oh basically. my gosh, I'm so I didn't think anybody else knew about ASMR. It's literally yeah. how I fall asleep like every night. Oh well, now I it's this I don't. Awesome. But now I okay, know. for those of you that don't know about asmr it is soft-spoken kind of like this there's somewhere to come in and want to fa- okay I'll stop okay yeah i, I was gonna say people like fall asleep but asmr i stand by it it's fantastic and that's that's a different podcast for a different day um, we're learning fant- so much yeah yeah, yeah go ahead. Say, speaking go ahead. of fantastic we have a fantastic guest <laughs> here sure do. Uh, here joining us once again yes um she is a nurse by day and then uh also runs an etsy shop with elephant as well aaron brower Welcome, Welcome to Hustle to Podcast. Thank you for having me. We got to work on getting an applause button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> bring in we'll an just applause. Do it like that. It'll make Appreciate it work. that. Yeah, and yes, we did ask her how to pronounce the name of your company. Well, don't give it away. Started. That's for the I behind went, the scenes. Well, I wouldn't show. tell them that, but you know, well, now you did. So I now I forgot how this mic works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Anyway, Aaron, thank you so yes. much for joining us. Yeah, uh, thanks you, for having me. Have an Etsy shop, but um let's let's kind of talk about a little bit how you mm-hmm. and jim know each other because yes. jim brought you here i did yeah i actually gave you a piggyback ride from downtown and we're sure we're did maybe. right from marquette <laughs> that's yes. right you yes. made it work so speaking of that so aaron and i went to college together at marquette we did two years apart which we just realized before we walked mm-hmm. in here because now we're all basically the same age and and uh you know it's, it's funny how the older you get up. the more the ages just blend every time and it gets even worse or yep. better i guess that's better i would say when yeah just blend. Debatable, uh, yeah, yeah but we'll, yeah we'll call it that um well we were we were tour guides together together in college which was we awesome were. shared a lot of different memories together or sometimes lack thereof and and uh and kept rolling but had, had a great time and um and Aaron I, you come from a Marquette family I do um, and this is a Marquette podcast so we're allowed to talk about this <laughs> yes I uh, love that tell us about your your background your upbringing and, yeah. and and kind of your roots there yeah um grew up in Milwaukee uh grew up in Shorewood um have never left Milwaukee kind of don't plan on leaving I Milwaukee unless something big would happen <laughs> um I love the city yeah, I can't imagine being anywhere else. Um, my parents both went to Marquette, and that's where they met. They were best friends there. Um, and then them and all of their siblings went there. So, um, How many siblings? My is dad is one of six, and my mom is one of five. Oh my and gosh. then my mom's parents um, both graduated in journalism from Marquette as well. Should we add up how much tuition that was? Like I a, was thinking now? about that. A ridiculous amount. Yeah, y'all mm-hmm. invested. That's yep. good. That's and good. I will tell you that having a lot of family members does not get you a discount at Marquette today. <laughs> okay. From experience. Uh, from experience <laughs> and uh, lovely student loans. Yep. Don't God get a discount. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, but it's good. My grandparents worked there for years and, you know, Marquette basketball is a huge thing. And I think for a little bit, I thought about going away to school and mm-hmm. doing something else. And then when it came down to it, Marquette was home and I didn't want to go anywhere else. And Did they you go on have- like a tour at all or were you, was it sort of from, I, from, you know, talk from your family? It was all talk. 
Um, my first email address ever was mugirl2015. Oh, that is fantastic. And I graduated from Marquette in 2015. Okay, yeah, that is... Like... I purposely did that. Yeah, wow. and that was... What was your... Wait, how old were you when you made your first email? Mm, sixth or seventh grade, probably. Okay, well, you were meant, it was meant an to AOL be. email account. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I was going to guess Hotmail, AOL. <laughs> yeah. I do remember having the AOL one. Me too. And, I still and, do. But it was oh, also my AIM screen name. Yes. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was how I got file. mine too. Yeah. yeah, and it was like a big deal that you had an email 100%. address. I remember yeah. one like one away message I had on AIM was I'm either working out or mowing the lawn, so call me. And I was 13 and just trying to impress. Did you have a so phone? I I had like a little like buddy profile, like on oh, my like sure, desktop sure, sure. at my parents' house, but mm-hmm. um, I was not doing either of those things. I was I was just you know trying to be cool and, and impressing no one that was watching it. So that went over like a lead balloon. I'm just getting ripped. No yeah, big just, deal. You know, getting, just getting, yeah, she would have good swole. Getting swole. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so talk about uh, you know obviously you're you're a nurse and, mm-hmm. and that's a vocation of yours. So did you find that in in college? When did you know that you wanted to be a nurse? I knew I wanted to be a nurse when I was in kindergarten. Oh my! I goodness. have a very clear memory of filling out like a what do you want to be when you grow up and it was a nurse I had two I come from a family of medical personnel so my mom is a physical therapist Um, I have two aunts that are nurses Um, both happen to be neonatal ICU nurses um, historically and then I have an aunt who's kind of moved on to other things Um, and I have a doctor uncle um an uncle who's a doctor would be the better way doctor, to say uncle, that. Uncle, yeah, doctor, uncle, uncle, doctor, tomato, tomato. Uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, so I always really liked medicine mm-hmm. and the nursing thing. I always, like, I grew up watching the show Emergency and okay. ER. Yes. Um, and then eventually Grey's Anatomy, and I just loved it. And thought for a little bit about being a doctor. Had a little stint in high school where I thought I was going to be on Broadway. Thought I could sing and I dance my it. way to the top. <laughs> um, did a lot of theater, but when it came down to it, nursing is just... I had no questions about what I wanted to do. Um, wow. And Marquette was really able to be the perfect place for that. No doubt. The program that they yes, have. Yes, so. yes. Now, out of curiosity, watching all those shows, because mm-hmm. uh, I never really have, but I've always heard that they are not accurate representations. Not at all. Were you like shocked later on when you were watching those you're like that's what i want to do and then you're like wait a minute this is actually what it is george yes, clooney is not on all of these say, yes. right so have... george clooney is nowhere to be found in the hospitals that i've been I in call BS. <laughs> <laughs> which is disappointing yes come on yeah mm-hmm. um no i think i always knew that they were inaccurate i didn't know how inaccurate <laughs> they were particularly a few of the newer shows like mm-hmm. now we just watch as a joke to see how many things are inaccurate just like point them out yeah have a glass of wine like yeah. this, this is wrong that's wrong yeah and a lot of those shows actually <laughs> paint nurses in a not great light too yeah i would um, agree with that yeah but i think that as time goes on the field of nursing is getting highlighted a little bit right. more and um, the profession's getting the credit that it deserves Agreed. overall, more so than it would be portrayed in some and of those shows. I would hope the last year and a half also has has given it has it's helped been yeah. a huge, to that, huge you know. difference. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I know I'm obviously incredibly biased, having many friends who are nurses, being married to a nurse, and it's it's a it's right. a it's a heck of a heck of a vocation and it is typically yeah. underappreciated. Yeah, I always say it's not a career; it's it's a calling, really and it's a it. yeah. profession, and you get by with. With a lot of help yeah. from other people, from a glass of wine, from, <laughs> you know, side hustles. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> and speaking of, so I always find it interesting when we have somebody that 
their side business or their side hustle is is very far removed from what their main job is. That was Alan's first text to me when I said what you do. And yeah. he was yeah. I can't wait to find out. The, yeah, like, exactly. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. I always <laughs> like that. So let's talk about the, I mean, you you do some like crafts and things like that. that yeah. are based around calligraphy, basically. Yep. yep. Um, and when does when does that fall into the picture? Do you discover yeah. that in kindergarten as well, or <laughs> yes, honestly. yes, no way? Yeah, oh I've gosh. always wow. I've always liked art, painting, making stickers. Um, my mom is a physical therapist, but growing up, she had her own little pottery painting business, um, and so I always was around artsy type mm-hmm. of things. And she really fostered the creativity. I Irish danced growing up. I was in theater, so I always had an artistic outlet among doing other things among playing sports school and whatnot um and I don't know I always just remember being interested in painting and doing whatever and it's interesting too I remember in grade school they have you take those it was like a huge book and all of like the possible careers in the world were in there and then you take this test and it like puts you into categories of what you might want to be when you grow up and my did you ever take that that. no really i guess that didn't make it to chicago (laughs) i guess not maybe (laughs) i was gonna say i i took something like that but i think it was in high school okay yeah i think we redid it in high school tested as a toll booth worker yes (laughs) yeah actually which was weird they don't even have toll booths up here and i was like i somehow landed on that and it was like he said this is not for me and then i i purchased an ipass and away i go everything else has been a sham realize i didn't need that yeah, no, your life um, is a lie. <laughs> so anyway, you, you yes. took a test that yeah, I took the basically. test in grade school, and it's interesting. It's like a pie chart, and medical professions and artistic professions are next to each other. Oh, um, huh. the pie chart, and so it was interesting because it's where all of my interests were. Right, um, but you don't expect like a doctor or a nurse or whatever to yeah. also do a bunch of art. Um, so that was kind of fascinating. Um, but I have then, to think that's like vindication almost too, in the sense of like, oh, that like that's two things I love. And how am I supposed like, to pick? Okay. Yeah. You know, or like, I guess I, you know, like, do I do that? Do I do both? Like, well, right. It's almost like helpful in a way of like, oh, I see them and like it requires the skills and the talents I already have. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it was nice when I decided to go to Marquette because being a liberal arts school, mm-hmm. I was able to have outlets in both. And I did theater at Marquette um, and nursing school is not easy. Um, it's quite stressful, actually. But I was always able to have that outlet. And so I I had like a box of paints under my dorm room bed um, <laughs> that I would randomly paint if I got stressed. And then I would be able to sing and like do whatever. I was in yeah, choir yeah. for a semester. So the arts and the the performing and the painting and stuff that's been there forever. Um, okay. And I think that's just how I was raised is just to have hobbies to kind of go along with what, what I was doing in school or, or in college. Totally. You know, with and nursing that's, school. it's cool that it's like a kind of a stress outlet. Oh, entirely. Develops into yeah. this uh, passion. And I needed yeah. to comment on one more thing. College of nursing was very difficult. The two college of com guys can say that. Right, uh, right. Uh, we, As we, we... We are not envious of what of what you had to... You had yeah, to yeah, nursing's <laughs> Shout out tough. College of Com. Yes. <laughs> However, I don't think I could go through College of Com. Like, I think you could have. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I we I, made YouTube I, videos for like yeah, I think you, our, our I think you school been projects. Okay. I think you would have been just... We all fun. have our things. <laughs> there was a reason that the College of Com is buried as far away from the business school and like the yes. science school as possible. Keep it, it just don't even intersect it, those It worlds. was basically social distancing before there was... Like, they, they, you know, they wanted before to keep they knew us, what that even you know, was. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. You away. Exactly. So back, back yeah. to as, as we, we uh, flutter into different topics, but back, back to kind of what 
you know, so, so you had had this outlet and whenever things would get stressful. And so did that start becoming like, oh, I'm, I'm not only is this like what I need, but I'm actually really good at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I still sometimes I'm like, am I good enough to be charging money for these projects? <laughs> totally. Um the real reason that I started doing it more seriously is I worked the first three and a half years of my nursing career. I was in the neonatal ICU. So very, very sick babies. Um, and with being in the critical care nursing world and in an ICU, you see a lot of terrible things that you don't think you'll ever see. Um, mm-hmm. And you're with parents that are supposed to be celebrating the most amazing parts of their life, taking their babies home, and a lot of them aren't bringing them home. Or they go through absolute hell to get them home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I think it can take a toll on nursing. And I know with Erin, she has terrible days at work. Mm -hmm. And I think we all do. And you have to find outlets to be able to keep showing up and to keep wanting to do it. And the day I always said, like the day that I show up to work and I'm not passionate about it anymore and I don't want to be with my patients is the day that I need to reevaluate. And so that in combination with dealing with patient deaths and also a lack of sleep being on night shift for the first six years of my career, finally on day shift, thank God. (laughs) Um, But you have to find outlets. And I had gone through, I felt like a little black cloud for a little bit I had lost three patients just like back to back to back and I was a new nurse and you don't know how to deal with it because they're not your kid and it's your job but also I'm human Mm -hmm. and how am I gonna be able to still show up to work the next day and be okay and be there for the next baby and family um and so I started painting every time I lost a patient I would paint something in memory of them and at first it was yeah yeah, like my first painting I ever did was this beautiful sunset with a tree with just a tree silhouette and I just did it and I still have it like in my little studio in the basement and um it got to be a a little overwhelming because I didn't actually have time to do paintings for all the patients that I wanted to do them for Um, but that's really why I started doing it I just needed an outlet and I needed time to just process and reflect and like some me time um but also I wanted to honor the lives of the babies that I was able to take care of um during their short time um with us so that's how I actually got into it um and then I my planner like my schedule I always hand wrote and as time went on and on night shift I just would pass time by writing and really fun lettering and that's how my like people would look through my schedule and be like oh my gosh it looks like you have a really fun life and I'm like no I literally just wrote the word dentist in like really pretty writing like that's it only you can make the dentist look fun (laughs) I know yeah Yeah, so that's that's how I got into the writing stuff and then at that time I you know it's it's more of like a popular thing now Mm -hmm. this like modern calligraphy stuff and with all the Instagram pages or whatever I was seeing more and more and that people were making it into something bigger um so I just started doing more and more of it and then I had friends asking me to do stuff Mm -hmm. and you know typical like Wisconsin girl I'm like oh I can do that for free not a problem (laughs) or like oh if you just want to like buy the canvas then I can do it like no big deal or whatever um and it just got slightly overwhelming the amount that I was (laughs) doing and so I just decided like you know what I'm probably just gonna need to start charging people Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. for it yeah um and that's how it took off yeah Yeah, I mean that the origin of of the business aspect of things is always interesting to me too Mm -hmm. because like it does hit a weird point where you're like i really like doing this i don't know if anyone else in the world likes this you know this too but like i want to make a go of it so i think that that's you know that's interesting that you know it also came from a place of like well doing more artsy things kind of came from a place of 
you know, coping, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Yep, and right. then that right. built into like, okay, well, this is also just something I learned. And now here I can share that with yeah. the world too. You it, know? It, it's kind of to, to summarize like the 5,000 thoughts I just had in my head as you were, you were talking, like your, 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 the struggles in your vocation, I went, maybe not struggles, but the, the, the tough moments like sort of led to, to this really cool hobby that then led to your passion and, exactly. and slash your, your, uh, you know, your side hustle, which right. I think is, I've never really heard that kind of path before. That's really interesting. Yeah. You know, and, and I couldn't have planned it. Oh, no. <laughs> it just yeah. happened. Which yeah. is always the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But in terms the one thing that I wanted to comment on, like not knowing, you know, like, do I charge for this thing that I do? And I, but I think it's interesting because I've always had that. I never got into speaking to make money, nor will I ever do it that way. It's just that's, you know, the way it works out. But, um, you know, like that's I, the things that you're providing are, are a value. You know, and I think right. that's the important part to realize is like not not people can maybe do something that you do, but not the way you do it. Right. And I think that's right. the important part. And and who you are, too, is, is you know, a big part of that brand. Um, but I I had that for a while. I was like, well, I don't I mean, this is weird. Like, do it I really? It's like, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, though. Mm-hmm. And, and I um, yeah, but I know that struggle. And then like you put yourself out there. And it's like, yeah, I guess I guess I can make this work. And this is what I'm doing now. Right. I think it's specifically once you make that like online presence, I would argue mm-hmm. that like that is the moment of like, oh my God, I'm actually like putting this piece yeah, this of what I do out <laughs> to the world. Yep. And then like you feel a little crazy kind of, I would yeah. think because you're like, oh, yeah. because now you're like, what if all of my friends see this and they're like, this is stupid and they all just right. hate it. You know what I mean? Or like, or nobody. <laughs> So did you go through that a little bit when you created, like, let's say your Instagram page or, or an Etsy shop? I believe you sell through Etsy, yeah, right? I my Etsy is not active at the moment because I couldn't keep up. Okay. Um, I had it up for a little bit. The majority of the sales that I do are through Instagram, but it's mainly mm-hmm. from people I know right. and or people that know people that I know right. um, and that see things like at weddings or whatever. Speaking of um, that, Aaron did do... Uh, a did. bunch of work for for my wedding, which <laughs> was, went over very well, and uh, so yeah, that's a I mean that's a shameless plug for a work that you did for us. Well, it was great, yeah. and it I was, was worth every cent. It. So yeah, no, I yeah. mean I'm just to, just to throw that out there, but yeah, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Okay, uh, go, you know, go go ahead. Yeah, so I think um, my brother helped me. My brother's kind of his degrees in business. He knows mm-hmm. how this works, and he was a big motivator for me. And like you know what, Aaron just set up an Instagram page put it out there you don't know what people are going to want and what people are interested in yeah. and I kind of I remember sitting on my couch and just being like I don't know what to put on here like it's asking for a bio what like I'm a nurse I'm I don't me. yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah it's me you already know who I am um and I remember putting the page up and like going back to my messages later and I had like 18 people asking wow. me to do things and it oh, was an awesome immediate start. regret. I was like, yeah. I don't have time to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I would love this, but I have no idea what I want. So you have creative liberty, which is nice as an artist to have that liberty. Mm-hmm. But also you need so much more time to sit down and be like, how can I literally take nothing and make it into something personal mm-hmm. and worthwhile for them yeah. and like yeah. they have this image in their head and you have no idea what they're thinking of and you know so yeah it was terrifying um but i just went with it i ran with it <laughs> well and speaking of your bio on instagram yeah so so elephants whiskey 
Yeah. And what's the third? Thunderstorms. One? Thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're inspired by. Is kind every of every day. Mm-hmm. And so that so t- walk us through those yeah. those three things, um, which I love by the way. Those yeah. Are three, that's that's a good we also topic. had a thunderstorm today. We did, and it was perfect. And so that's, fitting. And actually, Aaron said if it wasn't thunderstorming, she wouldn't. Have I wasn't coming. Ah, uh, so, that was. Yeah. I do remember that <laughs> being discussed. Yeah, ahead I'm of time. glad that worked itself out. We yeah. do Shout have out to whiskey Nature. here, but we are none of us are enjoying it at the moment. And I parked my elephant outside, so we actually have all three things. There you go. Yeah, I did see that, and I wondered who it was, but. Now I know. All right. Now you go. Yeah. We're set. Yes. Yeah. Um, the elephant thing has been a thing since, again, kindergarten. I think when, I don't know, in kindergarten, they're always like, pick an animal that starts with the same letter as your name. An elephant was is. always the thing. And then I've been obsessed with them forever. Um, and it <laughs> was, awesome. I know, it's, it's so weird. But I, like, wherever people go in the world, I feel like they're always bringing back little elephants for me or like <laughs> at the zoo like that's my first stop and you know all that fun stuff but it was the number one thing on my bucket list above anything was I wanted to meet an elephant in Africa oh. and I have a friend who was in the Peace Corps I think it was in 2019 now it would have been mm-hmm. and I had the chance to go visit her so I flew over to Lesotho and took a 10-day trip to Africa and on day four of being there we did a safari and I oh, got man. to meet an elephant and I the the amount of joy like the only thing i can maybe relate it to is how people feel when they meet their babies for the first That's time amazing. i've obviously Were never like, had a baby like, like sobbing, sobbing. I, awesome. I could not contain my excitement i just kept touching it and i was like oh my god this is the best moment of my life i can die happy and then i got back from africa and 24 hours later had an emergency appendectomy oh. and literally felt like i was gonna die and i was like oh i'm kidding i'm not ready to die right. yet i just said i would die happy now <laughs> that i've met god the took elephant. that very seriously very could, seriously yeah. and threatened it and i'm also very glad that the appendix didn't burst over the Atlantic Ocean yes. or in rural Africa. Could have been Africa. much worse. Yeah. yeah, I love when people have like a a like like a doable dream like that. Like, <laughs> like this this could happen. It was attainable. It, yeah, that's yeah. That, attainable is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah, so that's where the elephant thing comes from. Um, whiskey, I will blame on Spencer Bonahum in college. <laughs> shout out Spencer. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Spencer. I think when um, he was buying liquor one day. <laughs> he bought was, whiskey and that was it that, that was, was it and it's my favorite drink and then thunderstorms cheers i opened a beer <laughs> yeah. that was me sorry um, continue yeah. no yeah and then thunderstorms i just love love them. okay that's love them. just straight up you just love them straight up no. unless i'm trying to go to a zach brown band concert at Summerfest. <laughs> i'm down for a good oddly specific but yes it happened yeah, a couple years ago <laughs> no i'm i'm still a little terrified of thunderstorms personally really? i love i love rain but but like oh. I just love the sound, but like the lightning and the thunder, like oh. that that scares the hell. Oh, I get like a total adrenaline rush off of it. Oh, wow. Well, like I guess maybe when I'm so sleeping, you're like the guy that worries oh, about it, like getting like struck by lightning. Not even it's just the loud sound. Do you hide under your blanket at night? I don't not hunt under my blanket. <laughs> at night. I'm offended by the question. No, <laughs> no, sleep with like your fingers in your ears. Yeah, my sister I, used to do that. But I yeah they they really yeah. Yeah, they scare me. But that's really yeah. cool. That's they're, like so they're do calming. You, like so when you say that like are there any uh, like do those pop up in any of things of what you do or is it just more like that's kind of your brand um it's just kind of my thing yeah Yeah. elephants show up everywhere in my life i mean (laughs) i i don't know any chance i could do anything with an elephant i'm into it it has anyone ever come to you like requesting something specific to an elephant or anything like that um yeah a couple people on like baby gifts are like can you please paint an elephant and i'm like oh that's like i'm not that good at painting <laughs> elephants but Let's i'm hold willing off on to the try <laughs> but yeah, i would say yeah you could try yeah. um i do like that that aspect of it that mm-hmm. you know you're, you're instagram based yep so there's a lot of requests um 
dealing with clients, dealing with customers, is there any similarity there to like dealing with parents? Is there anything you picked up from nursing that now yeah. kind of unintentionally carries over into the side business a yeah, little bit? I think just communication in general. So much of my job as a nurse and now, um, now I work with families in a different way because I'm a flight nurse for children's and transport. And so I, w- I work with families in very high stress situations, but for smaller amounts of time. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be like clear and concise on communication. My clients have always been amazing and very understanding of everything. Um, but I think just really trying to meet people where they're at and what they want. I mean, so much of my day job now with nursing is kind of seeing where families are and trying to help them through things and, um, really focusing on their priorities for what what they want for their kids within reason obviously Mm -hmm. there are things that I have to do um in my job but then with my clients like I want it to be what they want I don't want to spend hours and hours making something if it's not what they actually want because then it's just a waste and then it's not special and the thing that I I love about the work that I get to do as opposed to some of the more like stock projects that you can see is that I want it to be a personal thing for somebody because how special is it to open up a gift for somebody from somebody and have it be personal to your life Mm -hmm. and like even if it's a photo or a phrase or a quote or you know anything like that like those are the gifts that mean the most to people and if I can have a hand in making that a possibility for people then it's so much more worth it yeah um, I think so that's awesome and combined like you're good at doing it and then it beces like what the, like the end result is something that's person that means a lot to this yeah, person, which and is I, really cool. Yeah, and I always tell people if this isn't what you envisioned, I will redo it. Like mm-hmm. you are you are under no contract to <laughs> right. like deal with whatever yeah. I give you. So I really try to communicate with people as much as possible yeah. to make sure it's what what's, they want. What's the most gratifying aspect of all of this? Like, is it that the moment when you find out like it's like what someone loves, or like what's what's the thing that you're like? This is this is why, you know, like your your why, if you yeah. will, of, of doing this. I think it's those really special I feel like most of the projects I do are people either well, weddings are a mm-hmm. big one, or people ordering something from me to give to somebody else. Um, and I think it's those really personal things that make it all worth it. Like I have a friend whose dad passed away last year and the one year anniversary just came up. Um last month and she wanted me to her parents had this favorite song and so she had me do the quote from the song and then she put a picture of her parents together and she gave it to her mom and of course it's like a very emotional touching thing Mm -hmm. that I mean it it just means so much to them and it brings them back to all of those memories that they shared so I think anything that means a lot to somebody that you wouldn't be able to get at a store and that you wouldn't be able to just pick off of a yeah. shelf, you I know? think that's a big part too, yeah. right? Like you're doing it. Yeah. This is your your talent and your ability to, to take an idea and make it into what they want. Yeah. Um, has to be pretty cool. And then like that process has to be fun. Like it is. You're determined to make this exactly what this person yeah. wants, which is yeah, cool. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, you have the the personal aspect of some of the artwork that you did kind of relating to, you know, some of that first stuff that you're being connected to your clients, your the babies that you were working with. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like some of the stuff you're doing now kind of connects with, you know, like brings you closer to the your client for, you know, Elephant? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think because in my conversations with people, I'm getting to know them more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we're getting to converse about things that we normally wouldn't actually talk about, you know, just 
if we were having a drink at a bar or, you know, whatever. And so I've gotten to meet people through people in this way and kind of learn fun connections. Right. Um, but yeah, I think just in hearing what's important to people and w- the reasoning behind why they're ordering something and whatnot, it's just a fun process to be a part of. Yeah, because I would imagine that to some extent there would be like... It's almost a little bit of therapy for them to tell you, like they have to open up a little bit to tell you like why something is sentimental to them, which is probably unlocking something for them that they don't actually normally tap into. That example you just gave. I mean, that's, that's a very personal, intimate, you know, moment. And to hear that, like you need to know the backstory behind it all and what it means and the song, like everything. So you almost have this like knowledge of your friends that maybe not everyone else you know, even yeah. knows and, and yeah. that, it's part therapy and yeah. also part art and it's right. all an outlet and it's all therapeutic there's a yeah. family that weirdly um i think he's one of 11 kids i think he's the youngest of 11 kids that all mm-hmm. went to marquette um and he's he's a little bit older than us but speaking he, of tuition money I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a doozy yeah, yeah. yeah. no more sh- donation calls for us <laughs> no right, right. no um but i never met him he his brother went to was like roommates with my uncle at marquette or something mm-hmm. in carpenter tower is what they always talked about um <laughs> but they this guy and his wife have had two babies um, that I took care of the first one in the NICU when he was very sick. And then I was able to actually, I was there the day that they went home, which was really exciting. And he's doing great. And then they had another baby last year that our team actually transported two children's. Wow. Um, and so that's two babies in I think two or three years um, that I had that connection with, but I've stayed in touch with them Mm -hmm. because of course, once we started talking, like the word Marquette's dropped and it's like, Oh my gosh, do you know him and her? And you know, whatever. Just like the immediate. Yeah. 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 And so I've seen them a couple of times, like as they come back to children's for different Mm -hmm. things or whatever. So he's actually having me do a project right now for his wife um, that involves me doing some photo editing for them Mm -hmm. um, with a song that he is recording because he's a singer. Um, So he's recording, the song to give to his wife but then he's taking key lyrics and he's putting a lyric to each his wife and then his two kids and then I'm editing the photos and doing my handwriting to make like a photo picture so that each of them has it but the connection is work I I mean I got connected with them from work when their kids were extremely sick Mm -hmm. and and they're both doing incredible now which is really exciting but then he came back to me to say like hey I know you work on these projects but I want like I want to use you to to make it and it's like a full circle it's so special to be asked to do that and I think too like helping them out in the very vulnerable moment Mm -hmm. and then now coming to you with with a with a vulnerable request is is like I mean that's that's really I mean that's two very intimate part of their lives yeah sharing with one of, of sadness that turns into joy and now this like right. amazing gift that's uh, right. and his wife's going to be able to open it and it's a song of her husband singing it and yeah, yeah. pictures yeah. and like how cool is that so that's I'm lucky awesome. that I get to just be a small part of it but no doubt it sounds like also a very intimate pro- or like a like intricate project uh, I should say mm-hmm. do you ever have stuff and you don't have to like name clients or anything like that but do you ever have stuff that is just like I need a million drawings of this and I need it in two weeks and it has to be ready like by exactly 12 o'clock on Friday. Um, I think some people, they they would like to ask me earlier and they forget about it or whatever or the idea comes to them later on. But I think maybe people don't realize how much time is put into these oh, projects. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I hand you an 8 by 10 canvas with my writing on it, it might not seem like it takes me forever, but there's the designing and the actual execution and I work a full-time job and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Um, so when people come to me with those requests, I always say, like, 
I will try my very best to get it done for you right. with how you want it. But there are situations that I just have to be like, I don't have time. It's not going to happen. To, it's just yeah. not going to. And if I even tried to do it, it's not going to be the quality that I want it to be. Yeah. Um, but I, I do try... Because I'm a person, I don't like to say no to people. <laughs> yeah. So most of the time I will find a way to somehow do it. But then I also have, I think I have a list of like 17 things right now that I need to get done by the end of July. And I oh, just wow. don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, boy. Um, so <laughs> it's it's kind of just constant. And I'm right? like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get is, to that. <laughs> I was going to say that is a lot. And uh, yeah. the reason I ask is because I used to like, I used to shoot videos for weddings. But oh, I was okay. always the person that was booked. Like I was the afterthought because yeah. I was in college was like and crazy. I had like, yeah. yeah, I had like not the best cameras in the world. I was there for the people that were on a budget. And Alan showed up with his Blackberry and was like, let's, let's get <laughs> let's this party do started. This. <laughs> there was the first one I shot actually had like the little like Fujifilm handy cam oh, thing. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. And like, that was one of my three cameras. It was not, I started renting yeah, stuff from yeah. Marquette actually after that <laughs> and being like, okay. Shout out to Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's why I ask is because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I'm aware, you know, people that aren't, let's say, I don't want to say not creative, but people that aren't doing creative things all the time, they just kind of assume, like, this can happen. Like, you right. can, mm-hmm. you know, like, in my instance is like, oh, you can show up Saturday and, and do a wedding and be here all day with three cameras and then turn out a video. Two you know, later. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Any questions? Yeah. So, <laughs> Thank uh, you so that, much for coming. Right. So I'm glad that somebody else has also kind of, I can commiserate with that a little bit. Oh, all the time. Yeah. And I'm not the person. I don't have a good personality for being like, no, I can't do that for you. (laughs) So most of the time I'm like, I'm going to try really hard. Just like clenching your body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And somehow I feel like most of the things always get done, but Uh you got to find time. Yeah. So that I was going to say, that's a testament to like being naturally creative then, because I mean, being able to do something creative on a time frame is like, one of the hardest things. Oh, 100%. Being able to There's just so much brainstorm. Pressure. Yeah. yeah, you're just thinking about the time and it's due and not anything that you can do within mm-hmm. that silo. It's right? like writing a paper in college knowing it's due at midnight and it's 10.15. Yeah. As, you, as you chug your Starbucks and exactly. try to get done. Right? And you're like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to write this. Yeah. yeah just yeah, I think box. at some point your brain just takes over and says, okay, this is what it's going to be. Is, yeah. yep, and you do it. it. Please get degrees. So let's go. <laughs> let's yeah. go. Yep. So where, do, where do you see this um, like going in the next five years or 10 years you see it growing like what, what would be yeah. like the ideal situation for you um ideally i think i would like it to just be a little bit more um, organized in my own life um mm-hmm. i have no desire to leave my full-time job i nursing is what i meant to do in this world and i'm i actually was just asked yesterday if i'm planning to quit <laughs> oh, being wow. a nurse because of this and i was like well no still gotta pay the bills um right. but no i love nursing and i want that to be my number one priority um in terms of professions but i want to just being able to keep doing it and i dream of the day where i can own a little house and have a little studio in the basement and i mean i'm i'm lucky right now i have a studio in the basement in the house i live in but it's kind of just like a free for all you know so i would i would just like to have like a little bit more of an intentional space with um and maybe honestly like like being more intentional with the projects i'm doing and Mm -hmm. kind of narrowing down my expertise right now somebody can come to me and say i want this and i'll be like i've never made that before but i will try yeah um and maybe just kind of honing in on a few different things that i can really focus my time on um and just kind of experimenting and going from there and um 
Yeah, just I seeing think, where like, it goes. I think that will grow as you grow. Right? I think as you so. get in your next life chapters and, and, and move yeah. on you know, to this and that. I think that will it will always follow you, but it will never like override what you're doing, which, yeah. which is cool. Because like having your own space is important for that. Like, right. Having a room dedicated that's not a janky basement, you know, in Milwaukee is like, <laughs> you know, is important. And, right. And, um, and I like that, like focusing on the specific things that you know you can do well, or or whether like if that's picking up a different skill that you don't have right now, but right. but mainly like here's what I'm good at, here's what I know I can do, and like here's you know yeah. here's what I've been doing for a while. Yeah, and I think my main goal is I never want to feel overwhelmed with stress that I'm doing it. I right. always want it right. to be a fun. It was meant to be an outlet from the get go. Yeah. My job at Children's has some pretty stressful moments yeah. in it. Being a nurse, especially this year, is tough. Um, and we all have our bad days. And so I need this to be a creative outlet and a stress relief for me. I have my moments, obviously, where I'm stressed to get things done, but I never want it to become that it feels like a second job. So what, yeah. if that moment happens, what, what would you do? Like, like if it's like, this is too much, would you yeah. start saying no to people? I like, think I would have would to. Be, yeah. Okay. And I don't know how to do that. So I will let you know if it ever happens. <laughs> could be good practice. Yeah, it, yeah so. it could be good practice. I always say the day I learn how to say no, it's over for all of you. That's all I <laughs> right. No, and I'm the same That's way. Right, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, I think I would just have to take a step back and mm-hmm. say, like, you know what? I'm not taking any new orders for yeah. six months or something. Right, and, right. Um, it's funny, too, as I have more friends getting married, like, I already in my mind block out months of time like in the next year or so that I'm before like, they okay. even ask like you know like <laughs> I'm probably gonna have probably, to do something for yeah right. and then a couple people um like as soon as they get engaged they're like hey I hope you're ready <laughs> I'm like ah I got it that's kind of know when you said a date actually get down on one knee and then look around the corner and say hey, get ready for this and then, and then they ask the she question she said yes <laughs> she said yes so we're gonna need you next week yeah. and then yeah. yeah yeah when Spencer got engaged actually one of the first things Kara said to me was I hope you're ready to be, be prepared yeah, yeah. right <laughs> which of course you know i That's love great. doing that it it's so fun for me to do it for people that I love and care mm-hmm. for. So, oh, I'm, that's like, the best part. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, awesome. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, yeah, and for doing me. this. If they want to get in touch with you, if people want to follow what you do, mm-hmm. where's the best place to? I mean, Instagram, but what is Insta- Instagram? What is Instagram, it's at Elephant Shop. So it's e. E L E F O N T shop. S H O P. Font. I got it. Anyone? Yeah. Guys? I got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. See what I did yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That came to me randomly. <laughs> I did not work very hard for that name. I love it just it. like That's popped the best in my part. head. That's how, like, when I talked about how I came up with my actual, like, name for my keynote, yeah. it was one day someone asked me to name it, and I was like, let's call it this. And it, and and now, it works. Five years later, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm on Facebook, too. So it's the same thing on Facebook. And eventually, probably the Etsy thing will be active again. Again, but um instagram is probably like the best where i post the most okay awesome there awesome. you go well, and then you can follow this podcast as mm-hmm. well wherever uh wherever you get your podcasts you can follow us on instagram as well we're at hustling sideways and we're on twitter as well uh jim aaron thank you guys thank again. you for coming aaron thank yeah. you for having me it was so fun anytime and thank you all for listening yes because without you all we wouldn't do this yeah well i mean maybe we, we probably would. still would do it we but would it would try. be a lot less fun to like with no one listening. We're glad you're here. Is we're, what yeah, we're saying. That's the moral yes. of the story. Thank you. Yes. Well, yeah. anyway, and Alan, thank you for being here. Well, thank we're you. We're supposed to thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're right. supposed to thank. Yeah. yeah so you could say it to me. It's too. My house, but yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. Did you but thank anyway, me yet? Or? I, I thought I thanked you, I but thank hear. you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Yeah, well, well we're gonna keep thanking each other yeah. while we fade out here. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening, and this has been hustling sideways. Keep on hustling.